It's open. Dan's Driving Double Feature brings you one minute with European Zombies circa 1980. Ooh, minute 72 of Zombie Lake and Burial Ground in episode 72. Do you like how I corrected, course corrected there halfway through that sentence? It's fun. Although I didn't through that previous sentence. Did you notice that? Oh, Oh, the chicanery. Welcome, everyone. This is Dan, and this is One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 72. We are discussing the 72nd, 72nd, yes, 72nd minute of Burial Ground and Zombie Lake. Thank you all for continuing to listen. Um, I'm having a good time going through these. I, lo- I love the zombie films. And like I, I think I mentioned at the beginning, it's it's funny, I, I saw on, on, a, on a file here, on my computer, I saw that I actually originally meant to have this be three movies. I was going to try to do three movies in tandem. And the third movie was going to be Umberto Lenzi's Nightmare City. Or, um, I don't even know what, what, I forget what the other titles are for that now. City of the Walking Dead? I don't, I don't even remember what that used to be back in the day anymore. Because I just know it as Nightmare City. I thought that might be fun to do, to sort of add in, because that's another variation. That's a little more action-oriented. Um, but I didn't, because the thought of doing three made me very, very tired. But, as I've said before, the fact that we're circa 1980 means there can be a sequel. So, let us dive into Burial Ground Minute 72. The previous minute ended with our gang, Evelyn, Mustache Guy, the uh, prematurely balding photographer and his girlfriend who put her foot in the zombie bear trap. Zombie bear trap. Earlier, um, was was that a Japanese film? I'm kidding, of course. Uh, they put her put her f- foot in it. She put, literally she put her foot in it earlier. And they're at a monastery, and a door just opened up. They saw a monk a little bit earlier. A door just opened up. They're about to step inside. Listen. Let's go there. Come on, Evelyn. We're all right now. Anybody around? There's no one at all. Come on in. sure to have something for your ankle. Let's we'll see. Shall I take off your boot? Oh, I couldn't stand it. I feel like we're still in the vicinity of the villa, and this is like a chapel or, or something like that within the, the 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 grounds. Oh my gosh! If anyone listening has a villa like the or whatever the heck this is, an estate like this that they'd like to give to me, I, I don't have a lot of money, but I talk a lot and I write a lot, so maybe that means something. I would love to. Oh my gosh! You got that the potpourri room, the potpourri gazebo, and now you've got this chapel whatever the heck it is thing and the actual building the house itself oh i love it i love it um and and i'm I'm imagining all of this was shot there we'll find out in the closing credits 
you know, as as we were talking about, I thought half of it was shot in possibly a studio, but then when I finally watched that extra, uh, that charming extra on the, on the Blu-ray, I learned that yeah, no, these are the actual places in the villa itself. It's just this huge sprawling place where they made Patrick still lives. I know you think huge, sprawling, beautiful estate. Patrick still lives, and then all of a sudden, you know, it drops. But um, where's the blue? Um, where's the blue? Oh, whatever happened to Clara Peller? Is she still alive? I feel like she's probably passed on. Um, what was I? I who knows? Uh, oh yes. Uh, oh, burial ground. The problem. The problem with the the buildings and the spaces we're getting is yeah that we never get, and and not that there's meant to be. We never get a full like overhead view of everything so we can see where everything is in relation to everything else and and where we are and where this is and that is and it doesn't you know again it doesn't matter at the end of the day i mean presumably like a few minutes back when that door creaked open and the professor came out of it am i right in thinking have i I forget if i've said this but i because i remember i was in my bathroom the other day and i suddenly thought this when my the door of the bathroom creaked closed i thought is that that's the door that comes up right from that that room where what's his name got Harold or whoever got killed in the beginning of the movie and Evelyn and, and Michael ran up there and pounded on the door so that would make perfect sense that the professor if he's remembering his life would wander through there and up that space and through that door although obviously that door was very locked when Michael and Evelyn tried to get through it when Michael and Evelyn tried to get through it, but it's not when the professor tries to get through it. Again, I could be wrong. Um, who cares if I'm wrong? I don't know. I'm, I, you know, I, but I like it though. I like it. You know, it isn't. I, I mean, like the the professor didn't sneak in the house with the other zombies and hide in a closet. So presumably, the 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 space he came out of is access. There's access to another spot that he could have gotten into because he got ripped apart in in the crypt. So boom. And he's seeing the other zombies go there and they're eating it up yum. So this minute is the gang goes into the monastery and there's sort of a, I guess, entranceway kind of thing. There's a cross, there's some space to sit. Mustache puts Evelyn down and she is in shock. She does not look well. She's lovely as always, but she does not look well. I wish, I I don't, are there Italian Boy Scouts? Because even I knew what to do for shock. You know, when I, when I first saw this film when I was like 16, I knew what to do for someone who was in shock um, to, to help them out. I don't know if it would. I think I think, I think think the thing with shock is, if I'm remembering correctly, is there are things you can do to sort of help them out to alleviate the shock, but you need to get them to medical help. Um, and yeah, Evelyn does not look uh, well. She looks completely disconnected and, and, and gone. And, and yeah, the gal who got her foot caught in the trap... <sighs> Sorry, I'm tired. She is in some pain, and she's not letting her guy take the boot off. And um, she's been in pain like that for hours now. I mean, she was. It's it's morning, and she got her foot caught in that trap when it was still light the day before. So she's been in pain like that for twelve hours with those boots out of them, and then stumbling around in the in the in that one room, getting attacked by zombies. Couldn't have helped. I just feel like, because maybe like only a half an hour of film has passed, they're they're sort of conveniently forgetting that it's been twelve hours, you know. And she and 
That's right. She had her boot off, and then she put her boot back on, and now she can't get her boot off. I um. I don't know. I'm not going to say we're going into zombie-like areas of of logiclessness, um, but I guess we're already there. So so the yeah yeah I I'll wrap this up because not much happens. They they get in, they sit down. He's trying to get the boot off her telling her they'll probably have some medicine if it's a proper monastery they, they probably should have something she's she's not too happy in general she's in some pain evelyn's in shock and it ends with a door creaking open and the professor co- i'm kidding there's only one professor uh, although he's still around here somewhere right they didn't kill him uh a, a door creeping open creaking up op- creeping open mm. a door creaking open and you can see mustache guy kind of peering through it or or peering where we're over his shoulder you can recognize the outline of his beautiful hair peering into a hallway which doesn't look like the sharpest of hallways so let let us go on to zombie lake where the mayor and uh the woman who watches over helena the the little girl whose mom is dead and whose dad is a zombie they're going into a mill where apparently helena helena was last seen going into with her zombie dad and all the other zombies let's uh let's let's see what happens next and helena leading them away I never thought I'd live to see a thing like that. Can you believe it, Alfred? You call me Mr. Mayor, Elizabeth. Oh, my little girl, my poor little baby. My poor darling, these horrible creatures could have killed you like they did many others. Not him, Grandma. He fought them off. He saved my life. Did he? He did. I can never forget that it's... Well, I... I... I've said before that I think I think Zombie Lake seems to forget what it's up to minute by minute, and I thought we were going into the space where we first saw Helena, where she was sitting there, and and the the older woman Grandma came in and and took her out of there, uh, but but apparently the old the mill, where where she was, um, where apparently all the zombies went, and I didn't see that, is that house that bedroom that we see her in the the place where the the um the the she was born and and that the zombie went into earlier and took her out of there and and the zombie went into after she died and and oh well the nazi went into when he was still alive after she died that 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 room is in the is in the mill now granted they could have taken a mill uh, that wasn't used anymore and made it into a, a perfectly serviceable house that might explain I don't know why I'm saying this. That might explain the really weird shaped doors. But there's something odd about the minute. And I, you know what? I Part of me wants to really go in depth into why it's a bit weird. And I mean, I will a, a bit because how Howard Vernon, the mayor goes to that one house and the old woman is there. The old woman who we always see with Helena. 
And Helena says, oh my gosh, they took the demon of the old, the mill, and or the mill, just the mill. I don't think they say the old mill. I don't know why I keep saying that. Took the demon of the mill, and the other ones followed. In the French, the zombies followed. Oh my gosh, you're going to be all right. And then you go there expecting to see maybe some carnage or some craziness, but it's um, it's her bedroom. It's her bedroom. And she's asleep. And she says that, yeah, no, the you know, the dad zombie fought off the other zombies, you know, and 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 everyone kind of looks at her like holy hell and then it cuts to a really erratic shot of a camera looking up at trees and then and then suddenly yeah we're with the mayor talking to that reporter who we haven't seen we haven't seen that reporter in like a half an hour and and he says like i can never forget that it's the village's hatred and that's the end of the minute so um i applaud this movie for just like because I mean, the thing about it is that it makes you rethink everything. Because he does scare the grandma when he goes in there to get her, the zombie dad. When he goes to get Helena, he scares the grandma. So I imagine that's why the grandma's in the other place because she's scared that the zombies are going to be there. But I don't know why she says that Helena brings all the zombies in there. He kind of leads them all in there because that's clearly not what happens. Um, unless that's what she is doing, that's not what we see. That could be what she's doing when she's walking away from them. They could follow her into that, and that's why they come out of that strange place they come out of. But the place they come out of, they're suddenly like on the top, the the roof of something, and they come to. I I can honestly say that I've always thought Zombie Lake was a nutty film. Talking about it by minute by minute and trying to piece together the the film, it's 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 more than a little nutty. It is it is a, you know, like Boonwell style uh, craziness. It is you know I don't know the Salvador Dali nuttiness. Uh, it's it's um I was gonna say it's like the the like say the 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 nuttiest moments of like Fulci where you sit there watching a Fulci film and you're like what like the Beyond or City of the Living Dead or A.K. Gates of Hell you know say what is going on where is it what is ha-? you know it's it's Zombie Lake is doing that in a much more geez I was gonna say much more in a style of like a Bunuel film which is which are some of those are almost like deliberately banal. Um, and and you watch them and they kind of surprise you by being like so they they have sort of underwhelming moments and all of a sudden something crazy happens and you're like you realize that he was doing that on purpose now I don't think anyone here is doing anything on purpose again I think this script is probably being written but minute by minute I imagine they just shot a series of scenes and just kind of like I said Bob the editor sat down and tried to piece them together but um, just the fact that everything we've seen like in the past five minutes and and sort of the spatial relations of everything are so contradicted by this minute is so much fun and i don't know that i i'm not sure how many minutes do we have left of this this sucker Gee, oh wow 20 okay so we got about 15 minutes left of this we got about 13 left of burial ground so yeah 15 minutes um presumably something's going to happen but really, at this point, nothing needs to. I mean, at this point, it's now a story about a bunch of zombies who randomly attack a village and 
a little girl whose dad is a zombie and you know all the other stuff has kind of gone out the window and there's no sense of urgency there's no sense of anything uh there's just a sense of things happening minute by minute listen to this <laughs> 